This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good morning everyone. Welcome to the Life and Torah of our leaders. Tuesday mornings live with First Seder Bismedrish at 11.30. Wonderful program. FirstSeder.org. Check it out. Become a part of it. Special welcome to our Torah Anytime viewers and listeners. The Bez Hashem be joining the Shir. This series of Shurim. It's been sponsored by Rabbi Saflis of Bottom, bottom Line Marketing Group. Zeschus, all the tzaddikim and gedolim, for the listeners of the Shir, for the Magid Shir, for him and his family. Zeschusam Yogen Aleinu. So we're continuing our series on the Bali HaMusser and the Musser Svarim. And today I'll be paying up my debt to Rabbi Greenspan, where I will give a share. Today's share will be about the Pele Yoyitz, Rabbi Lezer Papo. Rav Greenspan has started in his series of Musr Svarim, a shir on the Pelayoyitz, um, and it's a chash uh, of as we'll see, and a wonderful shir given by Rabbi Greenspan. So if you want to join um, on the WhatsApp group, and or however it is, that uh, whether it's live or whether it's on the WhatsApp chat, you could uh, contact Rabbi Greenspan at firstsaderbismadrish, firstsader.org, and uh, become a part of it. Okay, so we're going to talk about, like I said, the Peleyoyitz. Rabbi Lazar Papo was Nifter Chof Tishrei, Tov Kuf Peiches, 1827. So the Peleyoyitz was born in the year 1785 in Sarajevo, Bosnia. Sarajevo was a year, a city of Chachamim, a city of Tamidi Chachamim that was established about the year 1550 in Shin Yud, became a little bit more on the map. We mentioned this, not in all detail, but we mentioned this in the Shir on the Chacham Tzvi. In 17, uh, um, 1786, in Tav Vav, the... Um, I'm sorry, in um, Tav Vav is 1686. Um, the, in the Akdam of Chuvas Chacham Tzvi, he writes, "V'shalchani alikim liroyz sain kajim bekak sarai habira asher beretz baznia." The Chacham Tzvi says, "I was sent to be a uh, rav in Sarajevo in Baznia." That was the time that he ran away from uh, from Budapest, from Budin. They were under attack. Halmais over there. You can listen to our share on the Chacham Tzvi to hear that. But he writes in the Sharblat or the Akdam of Chuvas Chacham Tzvi that I was sent there to be a rav. But um, it became it became um, much more famous when Reb David Fardo became the rav in 1765. Tav Kuf He is the Chaste David Antisefta, a very famous sefer. And uh, he became the Rav there until he went up to Yushalayim in Tav Kuf um, Mem Aleph um, in the 1780 or 1781. Now, <clears throat> actually the Palayayat in his Sefer Chaydesh HaAviv, Shabbos, Daf Laman and Lamed Aleph, brings there from a Ksav Yad he had from Rav David Pardai. Ksav Yad Mereno Rav Dalit Pei Zatzal, which was the Rav of the city, Rav David Pardai. Um, his father's name, Rebbe Lezer's father's name, the Peleyites, his father's name was Rebbe Yitzchak. In his Sefer Chaydesh HaAviv, on the 
front page, the person who wrote it over, he calls himself Safra Dina, the uh, scribe, he says, Aviv, Chaydesh uh, Aviv is Rashi Tevois, Chidesh, Chidesh is Chidesh, the one who is Mechadesh, and Ha'aviv stands for Hatzair, the young one, Eliezer is an Aleph, Ben Yitzchak, Beis Yud, and the last Beis was his mother's name was Blanca, or Blanca. That's one Rashi Tevis, he writes, or the Beis Yud Beis of Ha'aviv stands for Bechevras Yeshivas Baznia, in together with the Yeshiva of Baznia, or a third Rashi Tevis of Beis Yud Beis was um, Yoshvei Be'ezras Yoshvei Bukufa, with the help of those who live in Bukufa. I don't know what Bukufa is. He writes over there, Kain Shamati Mipiv, the one who was writing this over says, this is what I heard from the mouth of Rabbi Eliezer, based Garmish when he finished these Sfarim, this is why he called his Sefer, Chaydesh Ha'aviv was a Rashi Tevis. The reason I'm bringing this out is you see his father and his mother's name, Eliezer ben Yitzchak and Blanca. Um, in his Sefer based Tefillah, which is Tefillah that he composed, he has a Tefillah there, or a Bakashi calls it, and he says, when you go through the uh, Rashi Tevis of the different stanzas, it stands for Ani Eliezer Bar Blanca. So again, that was his mother's name, Blanca. Um, in his Sefer Chaydesh Aviv, Shabbos Daf Mem Dalid, he writes, Bishuv Matasi came in Imuke, Ateres, Reishi, Abamarizal, I found the, what he, the Chiddush in the writings of my father. Now, he writes Zal, that his father was Nifter already. So his father was Nifter when he, Rebelezer, was at a younger age because this Sefer was already finished in um, Tav Kuf Pei, which is uh, 1820. And he was all of 35 years old at the time and his father was, had already been Nifter. Now, in Pelayayitz, in the entry under Chayla, he writes, My father should be remembered, every day when he was sick on his deathbed, he would say all the viduyim, the vidui and the trinais, the different tefillais of Yom HaKippurim, because he was doing tshuva at the end of his life. Upalgim mayim yorduenov, and his, there were tears flowing from his eyes. Ashrei ayin roasa eila, fortunate is the one who was able to see this. And any person, he writes there, that came into my father, my father would say, look, look at wow, a person at the end, what he becomes. Fortunate was him, and fortunate is his chelek, um, referring to his father. Now, it's interesting, we don't know much about who his mother was, in his Sefer Oiris Elim, in the in the Inyanim of Zayar, I will talk about the different Svarm later, what they exactly were about, but on the Inyanim of Zayar, he writes about his maternal grandfather, He unfortunately didn't have children from his first wife, but because they had such a Ahavo Azo, such a deep love, they did not want to get divorced. So she gave him Rishus to marry a second wife. Um, there were Svardim, so there was no problem with Cherem Derbeinu Gershon. And the second wife gave birth, however, she died in labor. And he says, my grandfather saw that the reason she died was because even though his first wife gave permission, but there was machlaikis between these two co-wives, and that caused her to die. I don't know if it means naturally, it means a punishment. And he says, because of that, instead he wanted to have more children, he wanted to have children, so he divorced his first wife, and he married a different wife, and because of that he was like to have Zerah Rav, many children. So that is, he talks about his maternal 
uh, grandfather. Now, who were his rabbeim? These are rabbeim from a world that we're not, we have not really uh, seen much of, the world of... Uh, of uh, Sarajevo, of Bosnia, even the Svardim there. So one of his first, his first Rebbe was Rebbe Leo Chayun, Ches Aleph Yudvav Nun. In his Sefer Elif Hamogain and the Hagodah Shal Pesach, the Peleyoyetz writes, I remember when I was young that Shapirish Lonu Meiri Harav Tzadik Tamim Mereinu Rebbe Leo Chayun Zatzal Pirish Hagodah. He learned with us the Hagodah. And he writes there, I don't know if it was his Om Shatim, or maybe he saw it in a Sefer. But in order that his lips should be doivavai, should be moving in the kever, I'm going to say some Torah um, that I remember, that I have in my memory, that he said on the Haggadah. Um, and through my printing some of his Torah, his chus will protect us. So... Um, so once he, he, you know, this is the Paliyayit says that he's writing it to be Sifsais of Davis Bekever. We're going to say one small vart from there, um, from, from what his Rebbe said. And he starts off with uh, Halach Ma'anya, it's in Yanim of Pesach. The Medrash says, in Eicha Golsa Yehuda Me'aini, Kla Yisrael went into exile from Aini. So the Medrash has two opinions there. What does it mean, Me'aini? One means because of the poor people, that they didn't give charity to the poor people. And one shah in the Medrash is, they didn't eat lechem oini ba-Pesach. They didn't eat matzah, which is called poor man's bread, on Pesach. So said Rebbe Leo Chayon, that that is what we say in the beginning of the Seder. Halach ma'anya. This is the poor man's bread, that if this, the reason we went into exile was because we're not eating matzah lechem oini, here we're eating it. And if the problem in Aini was because we didn't give Tzaka, so call the Chvin, Anyone who's hungry, we invite them to come eat. That's one of the Pshatim he brings there from his Rebbe, Rebbe Leo Chayun. Afterwards, he learned by someone named Rabbi Moshe Danun. He was one of the Chachamim of the city, and eventually, later on, he became the Rav of the city. In the Sefer Oiras Elim, the Peleyayetz, in Mesech to Derecherezuta, uh, Parakeh, he writes, I heard from my Rebbe, Rabbi Moshe Danun, that he was very careful that when he was a judge on a, on a Bezdin, and he would have the litigants in front of him, and even if one of them would get very angry at him and curse him, so he would not show on his face any upsetness, any tainas, any tarumais, until the psak was given, until there was a verdict, and he said for two reasons. One is because if he shows he has upset at him, perhaps at that point the person will get nervous that he lost the case and he won't be able to say his claim properly. And number two is, if he actually makes him guilty, the person's going to think that the reason he made him guilty is because since he cursed him and he got angry at him, so that's why he gave a verdict against him. He says, but after a number of days after the verdict was given, he would call the person and he would rebuke him for the chutzpah that he had. So that's something he brings from his Rebbe, um, Reb Moshe Danun. Now we also had a Rebbe, Reb Meir Binyamin Menachem Danun. I assume they're related, I'm not sure. Who also eventually became the Rav of the city of, um, of Vaznia, of Sarajevo, I'm sorry. Um, and in the Chuvas Pelayayas, the Chuvas, the response of the Pelayayas, there are Chuvas of this Reb Meir Binyamin Menachem Danun. 
and between the Peliyayats and him and his Rebbe. And in fact, in Simon Dalad there, he writes to him and he says, His Rebbe writes to him, Thanks to Hashem, you already came to the, the uh, gather to the uh, category. If you want to learn on your own, you can. Uh, I'm allowing you, you know, you don't have to check everything with me anymore. He says, but if you have something hard that you don't understand, then you could come to me. It sounds like until then he was checking his Chidushe Torah to make sure, make sure that they were uh, correct. He also had a rabbi named Rav Moshe Halevi in Sefer Oiris Elim. The Peliyayetz brings Vanishamati mi Pekadosh Kvoyin Meirein Rav Moshe Halevi Zatzal Asher Hayo Beisay Pasuach Lervacha His house was wide open People would come in and out Tamid Chachamim would come in and out and he would have a um, he would have a library and he would tell everyone here all of my Svarim Munachim you could do what you want take them out return them you don't have to ask me permission and um, he says, sometimes, the Peliyayit says, we'd be learning together, and we would need a certain Sefer. And we would go looking for the Sefer, and we couldn't find the Sefer, because somebody took it, and we have no idea who it was. So I, saw, I told my Rebbe, how do you allow people just to take it without permission, and um, you don't know who it is? So Vahi Kameshev, he answered me, if I would tell them they have to ask permission, so it's possible that someone might not ask permission, they might go against my words. And that's an Avera, because I'm only giving it with permission. And if he does an Avera, when a person does something wrong, the Shechina is paint. I'd rather that I have to bother myself looking for Svarim not put back, not finding them if they were never returned, but all that is worth it. So I should not cause that someone should do something wrong, and the Shechina should be paint. One of the personalities that is quoted in his Svarim is one of his chavrusas, his good friends. His name was Rav Moshe Firira, Firiria. And he was also a Talmud of Rav Moshe and Rav Nachem um, Binyamin Danon, also Talmidim of his Rabbeim. And there are some chuvas of his as well in Chuvas Palayayitz. He was a big anav, he would sign his chuvas, Efer Kira Moshe Firira, like a rhyme. The ashes of the oven, meaning I'm like nothing, Moshe Firira. That's how he would, um, he would uh, sign his name. In the Sefer Chaydesh Aviv, the Palayayitz, in the beginning of Erevin, writes, Hayayim Hei Tevis, this day Hei Tevis, Tov Kuf um, Ayin Aleph, which is, um, Tov Kuf Ayin Aleph is 1811. I'm learned, beginning to learn me and my friend in Taira, Lufa, Miudaya, the one who teaches me, my good friend, and the hand will write what we, uh, what comes into our, uh, into our nets, meaning our Chedushim. And in the beginning of Ketzad Mivarchim in Mesach Tabrachas, he also brings, mentions uh, his friend Ramosha Firiria. This Ramosha eventually went to Hebron and became an Av Bezdin in Hebron. Now we don't know much about the Peliyayitz's wife or her family. However, his son, the Peliyayitz's son, in the preface to the Sefer Chesed La'alafim from the Peliyayitz, he writes, V'gavra demaris ya of the person, meaning my father, who had a lot of siyata d'shmaya, Zachuloi, one of the things he merited was Maras imi ala shalom, my mother, um, 
she was a good woman, Malaya Dasvirs Hashem, filled with knowledge and Yiras Hashem, before Semes Bechasidus, she was well known in her piety, Ushlema Bechamidus Taivas, and she was perfect in all good Midais. She would constantly learning all Sifrei Musar, Belaz, and written not in Lashon HaKadosh, in other languages. And she would talk to my father in Yiras Hashem all day. And she married to be his help. And all things that are holy. The two of them united in one in Kedusha and Tahara. So that's how he describes his mother. Now they had two sons, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Menachem. Um, the Paliyites mentions his sons in his Sefer Aleph HaMagin, Alatayra, he brings some Divrei from his children, one of them from the day of his Bar Mitzvah. And they were both involved in the printing of his Sfarim after, while he was alive and after he was Nifter. Rabbi Yehuda had go, went up to Yerushalayim and was from the Chachmi Yerushalayim, and he signs his name on the Akdama that we just mentioned before, and other places in Yerushalayim his signature is found, Yehuda ben Pella. He calls himself Ben Pella, um, because his name was Pella Yayitz, Eliezer Papayas, we'll see, it's, uh, it's, uh, that's why he called himself Pella Yayitz, but that is how he, his son signs his name, Yehuda Ben Pella. Um, his son-in-law, or sons-in-law I should say, so the Stechemen writes about one of them, he calls him Arin Kedush Hashem, Meireinu Rav Arin Ezreel, Roish Medrash Beisel. He was an Av Bez in Yerushalayim. So he was a, seems to be a very holy person, Rav Arin Ezreel. Now this Rav Arin Ezreel, his wife, who was the Paliyites' daughter, his wife was Nifter, she passed away in childbirth of their firstborn child. And in Rebar Nazriel Sefer called Mikveh Mayim, in Chelek Aleph Jorshches, there is a eulogy he gave on his wife at the Shloishim of his wife. In Chelek Bey's Jorshid Aleph, there's a Jorasha that he prepared for his firstborn son's bris. Now, I would have thought that he prepared it and he gave it. However, there is a footnote there, or in the beginning, his, his, his grandson writes... Um, that he prepared it, but he never gave the drasha. Because since his wife was nifter while she was giving birth, so even though, I guess the bris was eight days later, it sounds like it was after the shiva was over, For some, I, I, he says he didn't end up giving this drasha. So I don't know, but that's what it says there. Now his second son-in-law, now, it's not clear to me how anyone knows this, unless it was well known that this was his second son-in-law, um, was named, as we'll see, Rabbi Yitzchuk Parchi. Why do I say it's not known? Because his son in the Akdam of the Chesed Alavim refers to him as my brother-in-law, and he says, Chafetz Chesed, Omar Belaitiv, he was, wants to do Chesed, he wants to do good, and he says he supports me in all different types of things there. Now it's not clear there, is he his brother-in-law because he was his sister's husband, or maybe it was from his wife's side. He's talking about his father-in-law there as well. So it's not clear from there that it's actually his sister, and this was the son-in-law of the Peleyayitz. But I see that all the Taldas assume and maybe just, again, maybe just an um, obvious, well-known thing, that he was another son-in-law of the Peleyites. So this is the family of Rebelezer Papoy, 
the Peleoites. Now, around and about the year of 1820, he was invited to be the Rav of the city Silistra. Silistra is now Bulgaria. At that time, it's on the border of Romania and Bulgaria on the Danube River. Yes, that same Danube that flows through Budapest. The Danube is the second longest river, by the way, in Europe. It starts off in western Germany and flows like, I don't know, 1,200 miles or something, all the way through like 11 or 12 or 14, a number of countries, all the way to the Black uh, Sea um, in the east. So this is on the Danube River, River this, this place, Alistria. Right now it's in Bulgaria on the border of Romania. Um, there's a sefer called Melitze Eish. Melitze Eish is a sefer written about Gedolim, not so long ago, um, I don't know exactly which year it was, within the last, I think, I don't know, 100 years maybe, and it, um, it goes with Gedolim based on the months of the year when their yard site is. Now in this Sefer, Chelek Zion, Amud Peites, in the Miluim there. Now I'll tell you, I'd spent hours finding this Marmokam, because in the, some of the Svarim, the Taldas, they quote Chelek Gimel, Amud Peites, which I cannot find, and I did numerous searches, a very interesting thing. The, I searched everything, and it did not come up. I even ended up calling one of the ones who put out the Pelayayits, and he had quoted this Marmokam in Yushalayim, and um, he also said that he couldn't find it, but he had seen it printed somewhere. At the end of the day, I didn't give up, and I found it. It's in Chelag Zayin, Amud Peites. I called this person back in Yerushalayim and told him to correct it. And it says there, Reb Yontif Lipa Brown wrote to me, that he heard from a trustworthy person that he saw the Pincus of the Chavra Kaddish in Silistra. He saw the Chavra Kaddish's notebook there. And when it talks about the Pelayites, it says that Be'es Bo'yishama, when he came to Silistra, he had Kvitas Haderech. Why? From Sarajevo to Silistra is about a thousand kilometers east um, to get there. And it says there, he had Kvitas Haderech. Um, getting there. That's what it says in the Pincus of the Chavra Kadisha. We'll quote more from it um, later on in the share. Now in his Akdama Toiris Elim, the Pelayites writes, Ulukachani Meretz Meladti, Hashem took me from the land of my birth, Ir Ve'embi Yisrael, the big city in Klai Yisrael, Sarajevo, Sarai calls it, of Baznia, Vaivyein El Irkatana, and he brought me to this small city, Salistra. He put into the hearts of my nation, to build a house for me here, and to give me what I need. They understood this great person, the Pelayites, that he had, they had in, his, in, their, uh, in their city. Now again, 1820, he's all of 35 years old. Um, in, the sefer Don, in his Sefer, Don Yodin, an Ovez, Parak Aleph, uh, Yud Zayin, he writes there, I chose to be a Rav only in a place where they drink my words with thirst, meaning that they want to hear from me. In Palayayitz, in the entry of Mishpat Vidin, at the end he writes, I'm going to give you a piece of good advice. If a Rav wants to be a Rav, he should go to an Ir Kitana, to a small city, even if his salary will be uh, minimal and he won't have a lot of food. Understand this, it's better to choose to be in a smaller city than a big city. Now, Although he's talking about he was a, a tremendous Rav, however, he was from the Yirei Hara, those who feared to Paskin. Like he writes in Iris Elim, 
and Medrash Tanchuma Shaiftim Zayin Lefidaiti Yosef Tovli as Chayfer Birin Vlaliyas Meir Hayra. It's better for a certain a person to be someone who digs uh, pits um, and better than being a rav. He says. Um, it says because since and since I'm so nervous about this, I actually wanted to command my children. Bechal taikef, with uh, all of my strength. Even if my children will be starving, I wanted to command them never to become a rav. Avomah says, what should I do? I see that this is what the Rabbi Nisham wants. But I will at least this command my children. He says, if they want it to be a sign that Hashem really wants them to be for, for a, a Rav, this is the simon. They should try to run away as far as possible. However, if they can't, if they see there's so much pressure for them to become a Rav, then Yishtadu Yazish then they should become this Rav. Hashem wants that to happen. And they should daven every day. He says, I have this tefillah, and it's constantly I'm davening it. So, and I think he says that he has it in his Sefer Beisat tefillah. I didn't get a chance to find that tefillah yet, but there's a special tefillah for Abonim. I will find that tefillah. And then he says, but if he sees that the people of the city that they're not really standing up to the flag of Taira and they don't want to listen, they don't want to learn, they should throw off the yoke of Rabbanis and they should immediately leave there. So you see, he was not as much as he was a Rav, he did not feel that that was an Achrayas that should be taken. In um, Palayoyetz, in the entry under Kabbalah, he says, He says, I, the poor one, I command with all strength, No one should do any action in a lenient way, because they heard that I pask in that way. He says, Many times they tell me, in front of me, um, what is being said in my name, and I never said it. So therefore you can't trust anything that is said in my name it to be lenient based on that unless you heard it directly from me. He says, and even if it's true that I said it, sometimes maybe I make a, made a mistake and, um, and, uh, and, I, and I retract. So therefore he's saying, um, you, should never, you should never rely on a psak from me um, you should not rely on a psaq to be lenient in my name unless you hear it directly from me, Lamaisa. Um, now, in the Sefer Minchas Yehuda, which is a Talmud of his, and Afir Alfam at Beis, he writes, When he was the Rav in Slistra, there was a person who was taken to jail there. And uh, they wanted to hang him. And they told the Jewish community that either they're going to hang him, or they have to come up with money to redeem him. And for whatever reason, it was an enormous amount of money. Maybe the person, I wasn't 100% sure if the person was maybe left Yiddishkeit. I wasn't sure 100%. But the city wasn't able to come up, or they didn't want to come up, with such a tremendous amount of money. So Rebbe Lezer, the Palayites, gathered together the entire Kehillah, 
And he said, the truth is, you're right, I cannot force you to bring all of your jewelry, all of your earrings, and raise the money for this person. But what I could force you to do is, to sell all the Sifrei Torah, and all the clay HaKadosh, and use that money to redeem this person. Taira was given to Klai Yisrael. Vimein Yisrael, but if Klai Yisrael doesn't exist, ain't Taira, there's no Taira anymore. And that's why, that's why there's nothing in the Taira that stands in the way of Pikuach Nefesh, because if there's no, if there's no Klai Yisrael, there's no Taira. So therefore, so we're going to sell the Sifrei Taira, sell all of the ornaments to redeem this person. When the people heard that, they changed their mind and they were able to raise the money. So you see how he was, uh, although he was from the Yirei Haira, and he didn't want people to rely on him, Lukula, however, he was able to stand up with a strength when it was uh, necessary. Now in the Pinkus of um, the Chavar Kedisha we mentioned before, it says that in his lifetime, when he was in the Rav and Silistra, nobody died young. There was a certain Shmira over the city from the Palayites. In his Sefer Yalzu Chasidim, the Palayites at the end writes, The miracles in the city, Salistra, Kasher Dever Ba'ir, there was a, a plague in the city, there were wars. Hashem saved us. So he says, We had a, uh, a, a ceremony in the shul, to a carbon And I arranged a nusach tvila to be said as a thank you to Hashem. So there were, seems to be a lot of nisim and niflois that went on while he was in Silistra. Now another thing. There was another thing that um, he was very he was uh, uh, he was very focused on Chesed Chesed as we'll see physically in in, in Gashmias and Chesed in Ruchnias especially when it came to Biker Chaylim we find in Pelayayitz under the entry of Chayla he writes Matayv Sheisaknu it would be so good if they can make a system Shnayim Mehem Mechalyim amongst the Tamidich Chachamim to every day Levakir Chayla there should be a rotation Velayavar. It should never be missed. A rotation of two Tamid Chachamim going, I think he calls them the Chabura Kadisha over there, um, to go and be Mevakir Chayla. In Iris Elim, Shar um, Zoyar, he writes, I thank Hashem that He gave me the schus, Levakir Chaylim, to be Mevakir Chaylim. He says, I'm sorry, and I prepared a Tvila to be said. For the and I work with the chayla to say this tefila. So it sounds like being mevaker chayla, saying a tefila for the chayla, and also having the chayla say a tefila for himself as well. Now that was, and there's other examples, I just uh, don't have time to go through all the examples of the chesed that he did, but we move on to the Ruchnius chesed. In Shabbos, Tafayin Amud Beis, he writes, I saw on the Balamar something nice, since it's something beloved to me, he says, I'm going to do chesed with those who don't have the Sefer, and I will um, copy here and I will write, um, in short, what he says. So again, he focuses on that he wants to do chesed with someone who doesn't have the sefer, and since this is something that he enjoyed, he wants to share it. 
In his Sefer based Tfila Amud Kufay and Zayin, he writes, "Miachas shenichsiva nafshi liyos goimel chasadim toivim liYisrael." Since I my my heart yearns to be a goimel chasadim toivim, so therefore I'm going to write here ksas skulos. Again, he's saying, "Why am I doing this? Because I want to be a goimel chasadim toivim to Kla Yisrael." Now let us talk about his svarim. We already mentioned numerous of his svarim, and. Um, it's really, uh, I would say, uh, a pun here, it's really a pella, how many svarim he wrote. He was all of 38 years old when he was nifter. Um, he was all of 38 years old um, when he was nifter. Um, I'm sorry, he was all of, well, according to the Cheshman that we're making, he was all of 42 years old. I'm going to say later, from the Pincus of the Chavra Kedisha, it says he was 38 years old. So he was young. Um, he was young. And um, but the amount of svarim that he put out um, in his life is really uh, um, uh, uh, unbelievable. So his first sefer he put out was called Iris Elim, and again he writes in the beginning I'm yearning to be mezake the rabim. Likut it he writes in the in the in the Akdama, it's a likut of divrei Chazal. It's a collection of the words of Chazal. The things in Chazal that are not explicitly in the Paiskim, but people are not necessarily careful with. They're not 100% careful with it. So therefore, I want to bring it here so people are able to be careful with it. That was his first Sefer. His next, next Sefer is called Elef Hamagain. It's a Sefer on the Parshius of the Torah. He brings um, Divrei Torah, Mimei Churfei, from when he was young. And like we said before, he quotes his son there, his sons, Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Nachim. And at the end, he actually has a Pirish on Tehillim from his, uh, from his father. Then he has a Sefer called Chesed La'alafim. It's on Arachayim and Yerodeya, not all of Arachayim and Yerodeya, but a lot of Arachayim and Yerodeya. And his, his son writes in Akdama, what is it? Kaldin Vidin, it's all the dinim, all the laws. Bederech Ktsara, very short. Lashen Tzach, very easy and clear Lashen. Beyiris Hashem Edvar Moser. But he mixed into it not only the halacha, he mixed in Yiras Hashem and Divrei Moser as well. Now this Sefer is given a lot of weight in Halacha by the Svardim, Reb Chaim Palaji, the Steichemed, the Ben Ishchai, they all quote it with, uh, with, with reverence, the, uh, the Peliyayets. Again, when you think how young he was when he was Nifter, well, he was, whether he was 38 to 42, he was young for sure, and yet they give him a lot of Hashivas um, to his uh, Psak. Um, based tefillah, as we mentioned before, is tefillahs and bakashas for all different uh, times and, and, and things that happen in a person's life. In the beginning of the Sefer, he also has his iris the kavonas ha like Musr and his iris for how to, what to be mechaven, and he has a, an explanation of Shemayna Esrei. Now it's interesting, in Pelayayit, under the entry Tzara, he says, I'm going to talk about this in the entry of tefillah, but he does not have an entry of tefillah in Pelayayit, it would seem that he maybe he wanted to make an entry for tefillah, but maybe it just got too large, and he actually made a separate sefer out of it called based tefillah, perhaps. The sefer Yauzu Chasidim we mentioned before is a kitzer ubirur sefer Chasidim. It's a kitzer an explanation of the sefer Chasidim, and also the chida in his sefer Bris Olam has 
um, um, Hagoyis has notes on the Sefer Chasidim, so he brings those there in this in this uh, Yalza Chasidim, and he writes Vigamani and I also brought some things there, some additions. is a phrase used when people want to say, "I have nothing really to add," um, but uh, I'm adding a little. Um, I have nothing to add, but I'm adding it, and uh, it's an anivus, and he's writing that as well. Then he has a sefer called Don Yadin, which is Drushes on Mayadim, Remazim on the Psuki Torah as well. Chaydesh Ha'aviv, we mentioned before, Amasechtis. We only have Brachas and Shabbos and part of Erevin. And the beginning of the year, we mentioned the different Rashi Tevois of Ha'aviv, what they stood for. We have a sefer today called Chuvis Palayayitz, which uh, he didn't name, but we have his Chuvis, and we mentioned before others of his Rabbeim and his Chaverim are there as well. And they decided when they printed it to call it Chuvis Palayayitz. Now let's get to the sefer Palayayitz, which is what he is known for. In the Akdam of the Sefer, again, he writes, I have a yearning to be Mezake the Rabbim. And then he says, I was able to, to learn and to teach. And I collected from different Svarim, what's the proper way, to do what's proper. And I gathered them together in the Seder, in the word of the Aleph base. And I called it Pele Yoyitz because my name is, Merum is there, is hinted there, Eliezer, Papo, so that's um, Aleph Lamed Pei, it's sort of backwards, Papo, Aleph Lamed, Eliezer, Svardi Tahar, Yoyitz Anoichi and I'm one who advises myself. So that's why it's called Pele, who is a Yoyitz. And that's why his son signs his name, Yehuda ben Pele. Um... And he says, and I and I beseech all Tamid Chachamim, all those who know how to learn, Sheikru Besifri, they should read my sefer. And they should darshan from it in the Beis Haknesses and the Beis Hamedrash. And he says, what I will repay you with is if I'm zoicha to see. The pleasure of Hashem, meaning to be in Shamayim, Ashalim Bemeitva, I will pay you back with good. In other words, he's saying, I'll be a Melitzer for you in Shamayim if you learn my Svarim and you darshan from my Svarim. He says that's anyone. And especially my descendants. Adoylam, till ever, for eternity. Chiyuve Ramya, this is an obligation. Lechaviv Dvarai, to love my words. Ulishtadu Biyasr says, and to work extra hard. Ledorsham Berabim, to say them in public. Velishmar Ma'idu Lekayim Kolanimtsakosiv, and to keep and to fulfill everything that's written in the Sefer. And he says the interesting thing there. Vedas Lenovin, he says, and uh, a person who understands should recognize this. Sheish Dvarim Shein Roy Ledarshim Lefnei Hamaynam. Even though I'm telling you, you have to say this in public, not every word of the Sefer needs to be said in public. And you use your Seichel, he says. Words you should skip. Because you should worry about those people who are listening. He says, like, don't call them Ame Horeds, like people who don't know things. He says, places where I thought you should skip when you say it in public, I put in parentheses. So if you're wondering why there's parentheses in the Sefer, he put them in that those are things that should be skipped when you say in public. He says, 
but everyone should should uh, use his own seichel. According to the place, the time, and what's necessary to understand that you don't have to say every single word. Choose from what I'm saying to say it in public. Now, his son writes in the Hakdama to a print that he printed in 1869. The son printed. He printed Peliyayitz in Ladino. Ladino was like the uh, Sephardish Jewish language, like the Sephardish Yiddish. So he printed in Ladino, and he writes that it had already, Peliyayitz had already been printed in Lashon HaKadosh three times, um, from the year Tav Kuf Pei Dalid, already um, in... Uh, in 1824, the Peleites printed it himself. Um, so this is already in 1869. It had been printed already three times. And he says, my father really ra- wanted to print it in Ladino. But my father decided that Ladino, even though the people here know Ladino better than Lashon HaKadosh, however, most people in the world know Lashon HaKadosh better. And he says, that's why he printed it in Hebrew. But therefore, his son is... Uh, translating it into Ladino. Now his son wrote the Hakadama in Ladino, actually, and this person, I, I think it was the one that I spoke to in Yerushalayim, that he printed this uh, Peliyayitz, um they call it, I think, um, the Mesek Eliezer. I think that's the printing. He had the Hakdam of his son translated from Ladino to Lashon HaKadosh. So he writes over there, it's a Dover Nifla, it's an unbelievable thing. He says, my father was a parush kol yamav. He was someone separated from the world. Shokua bikdusha v'chasidus. He was immersed in holiness and piety. And he writes in parentheses there, from when he was already mialduse, when he was young, he was a kadosh chasidu parush. And he says, so someone who's reading Palayayitz would mistakenly think, how does a person who is a kadosh, how is a person who, who wrote this, must be, he was ma'uru v'nalush b'saycham. He must be so involved with people and recognize he recognizes all types of people and their insides and their and and he says he says it must be you would come to the conclusion that this person was like psychologically involved with people and he says it's a pella my father was a parush a kadush how was he able to do this this was mamish siyata dishmaya that although he was a parush and kadush and shakua and kedush and chasidus yet he understood the the teva of any single person from any type of person, and that's how he's able to write um, this Sefer. Now, in at least, in, by, by the year Tov Kuf Pei Zayin, uh, 1827, he had gotten sick sometime before that, and they added on a name to Yechezkel. Um, in the Akdama to Yauzu Hasidim, he writes, Today Zayin Adar, in the Shnas Besefer Yauzu Hasidim, which is Tov Kuf Pei Zayin, I started to write this Sefer, and um, he writes there that uh, he, that my name Zeshmi Zochuli Shemayim Mechalusi. The name Yecheskel is they gave me from Shemayim when I got sick. Chayisi Mechali and I got better. Ashir Hashem Ki Gamal. So he's writing here in Adar of Tovkov Pezayin that he already got better. So I can't tell you exactly when he was sick, sometime before that. They added out a name Yechezkel and um, he got better. And at the end of the Sefer Yalz Chasidim, he also signs it Eliezer Yechezkel. However, it must be a short time after that, because this is Zayin Adar Tovkov Pezayin, um, a mere six months later in Tishrei of Tovkov Pechetz, which is six months later in 1827, on a Thursday, he was Nifter. And in the Pinkas of the Chavra Kedisha, 
that we mentioned before, it says, before he died, and it writes over there he was 38. Now again, we said he was born in the year Tav Kuf Memhei. Again, I don't think we have an exact way of knowing that. According to this, it was a few years later. That would make him 41 or 42. <coughs> but here he says he was um, 38 years old. He said that from Shamayim they told him that he's going to nifter, be nifter this year. And he said because at that time there was a magefa in the land, there was a plague, and they told him he could choose either the magefa is going to get worse, chas v'sholem, or he could die and it could stop. And he decided to go leilech la'aviv shabbat shamayim. This is what it says over there in the Pinkas of the Chavra Kadisha. V'amar az, and, he said, and they write over there that he said that anyone who goes to his kever after going to the mikvah, and he's mispalabalev nishbar, and he davens with a broken heart, arev bedavar, he says, a guarantor, she kubal tfilasai, that his tfila will be makubal, and it says there in the pinkas of the Chavra Gadisha, uveemis yeshuas gedailus nasil of neyadam shayisengain, great salvations happened to people who did this, and he's buried over there in his city, in Cilicia, Bulgaria. This is the Pelayayetz, who is actually a Pela. Unbelievable life, as uh, we just showed. The amount of svarim that he wrote in his young life is a pella. His name, Kishmai Kainu. This is the Paliyayitz, a Kaddish V'chassid, as we said, from his young age. And these are the svarim that he's written. Schusa Yagen Aleinu, his Chush us and all those who are Loimed, his Sefer, that we should be Zaycha that his lips should be when you learn his taira, and through that we should also have the schus to be zaycha, to Yeshuais, Gedailais. Have a wonderful day, everybody. This is the last year before Pesach. Have a Chag Kosher V'Sameach, a Kosher in Pesach, and Bez Hashem we will pick up after Yantif. Kal Tov. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.